This episode will be completely taken out of context. Welcome to the Fact Check This podcast. All right, Fact Check This podcast, episode 39, and I told you so, I told you so, I I, I told you so. So, all of uh, Biden's cabinet picks are starting to uh, really pan out is exactly why I had all my problems with them to begin with. <clears throat> it's come to light that Janet Yellen, I mean, not that it was secretive or anything like everybody knew, but Jan- Janet Yellen got uh, a whole, like hundreds upon hundreds of thousands of dollars from Citadel, which Citadel is uh, owned by the founder of Robin Hood. And, and in the wake of all the GameStop uh, short short squeeze and everything else uh all of that is being brought pretty heavily into question and people are finally starting to actually look at that and see the connections that she has to wall street and to a lot of these big uh, investment firms and everything and realizing that maybe the person who's in charge of the federal reserve shouldn't be somebody that is that deeply embedded with all of the uh the big the big firms in that i mean she she's the former uh director like she was the she was the former head of the fed like she's and and you can look at historically alan greenspan and yellen and like everybody else whenever they've been in charge of the fed they've always made loads of money off of that and (laughs) And it's no different in this case. And now you're going to see those personal ties and connections and and all of that for the person who is tasked with making policy. It's all going to come back around. Here we are. It's this is one of the main things that I said I had a problem with about Janet Yellen was that she was so deeply tied to this and that she is 100 percent on board with just totally inflating money and taking care of all of the the big banks and the big trading firm, uh, hedge funds and all of that. Like, and none of that does anything to benefit the average working class American at all, ever. It's, it's just devaluing our money, which we don't have as much of anyway. It's a, it's a bad joke. So, and then, uh, the state department approved the state department, <laughs> the state department approved, a uh, like $85 million uh, weapons deal for Chile that's being uh, th- that's going to Raytheon, you know, the same Raytheon that the uh, the Secretary of Defense was set on their board and has uh, like hundreds upon thousands, if not in excess of a million dollars worth of stock holdings with the company. Imagine that. Imagine that. Never would have guessed it. Never would have guessed it. And the fucked up thing is they talked about, like they made such a big deal over Trump's hotels and Mar-a-Lago and taking like these foreign dignitaries there and, and all of that. And the, the money that he might have made off of that is chump change compared to what Yellen is going to get from these big banks and from the 
uh, hedge funds and everything for influencing fiscal policy to benefit them. They, it's chump change compared to what Lloyd Austin is going to get from his Raytheon stock by just pushing $85 million arms deals into their lap. <laughs> the hypocrisy is insane. And and I, we've talked about it before. I mean, I talked about it multiple times last week, I'm pretty sure. Like, they don't care. They don't care. They don't give a shit that they're hypocritical in that in any way. And then you've got uh, uh, Blinken and the king of the Warhawks for since Bush, uh, shoot, since Clinton. Like, Blinken has always been a massive Warhawk. And guess what? We're ramping up against Iran again. We're sending troops back into Syria. Like, getting right back to business. Not that we ever got out of the business, but at least Trump was uh, somewhat opposed to it and put forth some level of attention to trying to to change that. Uh, like They went behind his back and lied to him and didn't let him do it anyway, but at least, at least it was being talked about, and like the rhetoric was there, and there, you know, there was some level of wanting to get out of all of that. And nope, we're a month in, and we're right back to the same shit. It's, I mean, nothing ever changes with any of these people. Speaking of nothing ever changes, the only thing that's actually changed is the way they name it, because the guy who's the director of the Department of Homeland Security, who I told you was the guy who championed building the cages in the Obama administration to begin with, now they're changing the name of it. They're not putting them in the cages anymore. They are setting up overflow facilities for all of these people. So o overflow facilities because they ran out of room in the cages. So now they got to build more cages is basically what that boils down to. <laughs> Did I not fucking tell you that this is who these people were? And here we are. Like, I mean, God, they got to work quick, didn't they? We're a month in. We're not even a full month in. And they, they've already taken literally everything that I said I had a problem with. Everything that was the worst parts about all of these people. And they have just hit the ground running with it. And it is, it should be fucking embarrassing. Like, I don't understand how people can support these, any of these motherfuckers anymore. Like, this is terrible what they have done. And, and I, does anybody have buyer's remorse yet on the, the whole Biden thing? And it doesn't matter if you have buyer's remorse on Biden or not. They were going to make sure that he was going to win no matter what. I mean, the time, the time magazine article made that abundantly clear that they had that, they had that fixed and in the bag one way or the other. They weren't leaving it up to chance this time. But I mean, golly, what, what all of this should be is a wake up call that it doesn't matter which side is in control. It doesn't matter who has power. If it's the Republicans or if it's the Democrats, it doesn't matter. They are all going to do the exact same thing all the time. Like They don't care about us. They don't care about you. You are not going to vote yourselves, or you are not going to vote the problem out. It's not going to happen. Because you know who's going to replace the person that you vote out? Somebody who's also a part of the establishment, and it's going to do the exact same thing. It, you can't vote your way out of this mess. The only way to get out of this mess is to 
completely upend the system to turn the whole thing on its head and to burn it to the fucking ground. That's the only way we fix this. That's the only way out. Now, if you haven't figured that out yet, I don't know what rock you've been living under, but let me help you get out from under it because you've got to understand that this doesn't get fixed in a uh, democratic process. Every great revolution has some sort of conflict and the conflict is coming and it's inevitable. The only way this changes is with it. And I really, I really hope that's not the case, but I have absolutely no disillusionment about it. I, and this has to be fixed. It has to change. It's because unless we do something, it's never going to nobody that's going to get elected is ever going to change this state level governor, you know, federal level, the only people that actually can make positive changes and might not be a total establishment, just pieces of shit will be right there at the local level in your, in your hometown and in your home County. But anything beyond that state and federal level, they are all whoever has been determined to be the best person for the job. And we're never going to vote anybody out of those positions. That's going to make any meaningful difference. The only way to fix it is to, tear it down, and start all over again. But getting off of Biden's terrible cabinet that I totally called, uh, looking at the, the never-ending coronavirus story, there's an article in Bloomberg that uh, talks about the, the U.S. has suffered the sharpest rise in poverty rates in more than 50 years. And it's all, I mean, it's it's not because of some economic collapse. It's because the government shuttered everything to shut us down for this dumb shit for the coronavirus. And and all of that and all of the narrative with that just keeps getting more and more insane. Like there are so they they keep doubling down on these draconian lockdowns and everything else that don't work. They've been proven not to work. Like there's studies out there everywhere that show that the lockdowns are not helping anything. They're not mitigating the spread. They're not doing anything. Double masks don't do a fucking thing. The first mask didn't do a fucking thing. Like none of this stuff is doing anything. It's a it's it's a virus. It's going to travel. And the the crazy thing about it is, for they, I I keep feeling like a broken record, but they keep saying you know trust the science, trust the science, trust the science. But the science actually points to none of this shit being function or effective in any way, shape, form, or fashion. And they keep doubling down on it and, and expecting people to do it. Uh, Places are limiting or completely shutting down and disallowing going outside at all. When the science has very, very, very clearly shown that one of the leading uh, contributors to those who have died of COVID is a lack of vitamin D. And then you're telling people they can't go outside or they'll be criminally punished for it. I, it is totally asinine to think that any of this stuff is working, that any of this stuff is right. None of it is based on anything in the real world. Uh, there's a uh, shoot. I was just looking at it. So the, the poverty rates uh, have increased more in the past year than in the last 50. Uh, NPR is saying that the <laughs> NPR is saying what everybody who has 
two fucking brain cells to rub together has been saying for the past year that it's a it's a seasonal virus and that it's uh, you know it's going to come and go with the seasons and guess what npr has got a report that it has hit the peak of its season and now it is turning on the downhill and we're moving past it uh, and then at the same time they're talking about this new european strain or this british strain or these other strains that are going to be so much more deadly except that that's not the way fucking science works like they ignore the actual science that's not the way it works whenever a virus goes through mutations like this it dilutes itself so it may be more uh it may spread more easily or more readily but it's always the the mutations are always significantly less deadly as it goes like and that's that's something that the actual epidemiologists have pointed to but none of that matters like it doesn't matter what the actual science is it doesn't matter what people who actually know what the fuck they're talking about say about any of this stuff the only thing that actually matters is that you toe the line you push the narrative and you say the things that they want you to say that will continue pushing forward what they need to push forward which is more lockdown more poverty more reliance on the government to provide you with everything. It's it's this great reset, which is another thing that they haven't even been like that. I have been absolutely dumbfounded. 2021 has just been the the year to tell everything. Like they came out with all the stuff, the Time article about about how they fucking rigged the election, and then there was the the whole thing about the great reset where they laid it all out that this is all part of the plan. This is, and it's all deliberate. Like this is what they want and what they're doing. They are trying to run the entire world economy into the tank so that they can create this new world government that takes care of all of us. And we never have to, and that it is a, I like, I can't believe that they would just say this stuff out loud, that they would come out and actually like not even try to hide it in any way. Like, they are taking all of the conspiracy theories and they're saying, yeah, you were right. And we're not sorry that you were right. Like we're, we're a hundred percent on board with this and we are totally doing it. And there's nothing you can do to stop us. Oh my God. This is, it's, this is going to be a short episode because I wasn't entirely prepared to do one today, but there were, you know, this stuff has been coming up and I, I did feel the need to talk about it. Like, good God. Like, I don't know how anybody can look at the current state of things and not realize that we have all just been fucking played like for our entire lives. Uh, it's, it's all, it's all just a, it's, it's theater. It's all a big show. And we've been allowed to believe that we were participating and, and has some say in it, but we didn't, we never did. We never will until we actually upend this thing and flip it on its head. And I'm suggesting all of these things. So, I'm probably going to get this video. This would be my second video that gets removed from YouTube if it gets taken down. Um, it's just, it's getting insane. And and then they wasted another, what what was it? They uh, The report was, it came out to like $32,000 or $33,000 per person who was working on this uh, farce of a second impeachment. And, and of course, Trump got acquitted because he didn't do anything. Like they're trying to, they're trying to impeach him for inciting violence when 
the mob had already started uh, raiding or invading the Capitol building before his speech even finished when he very, very clearly, very, very specifically said to remain peaceful in his speech. When all of the video and photographic evidence shows that the the Capitol Police just stood down and watched these motherfuckers walk in. And for whatever you may want to think about one dude running around with zip ties or somebody hit somebody with a fucking flagpole, like, it was just a bunch of dumbasses who didn't know what they were doing. They got in over their head and went in and started taking selfies and acting like morons. <laughs> of course he got impeached. But the whole impeachment thing is just, it, it was just kangaroo court to fucking pretend that they're going to do something that they never were going to do. They, they have to keep Trump as the bad guy at the forefront of all conversation because that's literally all they've got to work, work with. Like, if left to their own, uh, like, to be seen for what they are and what they're actually doing, they've got nothing. Uh, everybody's going to start paying attention to all the stuff I was talking about in the first half of this. Janet Yellen and the Raytheon deal and more kids in cages, overflow cages. Uh, you know, it, they have to keep the media spinning some sort of a yarn so that you won't pay attention to just what a terrible, horrible bunch of fucks they actually are. And I'm going to wrap on that for today. Hope everybody has a good one. I'll get Giles Miller in tomorrow night, and that'll be the Wednesday episode. We keep having uh, scheduling conflicts and stuff come up. and it, It's tough when... One of us is on the West Coast, and we both have completely different schedules. But we'll get it figured out, and I believe that'll be the Wednesday episode. So in the meantime, hope everybody has a good one. Later.